When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Vernomatic Productions. Are you ready? Live from the Metal Mayhem Studios in Rochester, New York. We are gold. We are gold. And heard around the world by metalheads just like you. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Heavy metal music. Your weekly dose of metal music. Interviews, album reviews, news, and more. Want to be part of the show? Send us a message through our website, MetalMayhemROC.com, or hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Search Metal Mayhem ROC. A proud member of the Pantheon podcast team. It's getting nice and heavy. Now, welcome our hosts, John the Vernomatic Verno, and direct from New Jersey, Metal Walt. Good evening, everybody. Vernomatic here, Metal Mayhem ROC, and the excitement is building. As I sit here up in the Metal Mayhem studios, Metal Walt and I are getting ready for the 72 Seasons Metallica Takeover event at MetLife Stadium down in New Jersey this coming weekend. I have live from his car on his way to get a haircut for the weekend, Metal Walt. What's going on, Walt? Well, guys, there's uh, some breaking news before we get into the metal weekend of the year. Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, dead at age 70. My condolences go out to all of his fans. Well, hey, you know, he's known as uh, Pee Wee Herman, but he had that kick-ass role in Blow, his little devious uh, acting performance. But, hey, you know what? R.I.P. Pee Wee Herman. I enjoyed his work. Tonight, we're going to launch a week-long celebration. Walt and I, we have uh, secured tickets to both the shows Friday night and Sunday night down in the Meadowlands, actually MetLife Stadium. Bastardane, the band that Caster Hetfield and some other college buddies put together about two, three years ago. Well, Walt and I had a chance to catch up with the whole band last uh, Friday afternoon and uh, had a chance to find out what's going on with them, what they're all about. And we're going to kick off the Metallica celebration tonight with that interview. Now, Walt, they're playing your hometown of Kearney, New Jersey, tomorrow night. Are you going to have a chance to get to the show? And what did you think about the Bastardane guys? Well, yes, I'm certainly going to do my best to get down there, even if it's a bit of a late gig. But uh, listen, Caster, of course, son of James, he's playing drums for Bastardane. And these are four kids in their early 20s. They uh, went to college together in Savannah, and they put together a metal band. And I think it's uh, the kind of music that our listeners like. It's, it's doomy, sludgy, you know, uh, kind of uh, that, that, in that vein of Old Sabbath and COC and uh, stoner rock all the way, man. I think it's pretty good stuff. So looking forward to seeing these guys live and seeing what they're all about. And who knows? Maybe Dad will pop into the, the club of Jersey tomorrow. <laughs> You're not sure. It's always a possibility. Now, Metallica, they're playing uh, MetLife on Friday night, but Saturday night down in New York City, Bastardane and Otto, which is uh, Ty Turgio, the son of Rob Turgio, 
uh, his band is playing along with some other Metallica tribute bands. And that's the festivities that's going on uh, Saturday night. And then Sunday night, another Metallica show. Friday night, Prong is playing the parking lot of MetLife. Sunday, Overkill's playing. And it's just, uh, you know, Pantera's playing Friday night along with Mammoth, WVH, Five Finger Death Punch, and Nine Inch Kills Sunday night. So we're going to do our best with uh, updates, live Facebook, uh, cut-ins, reviews of the sets, pictures. We'll have a follow-up show uh, right after it happens, and we'll bring it bring it all to you, even if you can't make the show. So, well, Walt, uh, I think uh, it's time for you to go get your haircut, get yourself looking all snazzy for the uh, weekend, and um, let's get into this bastardane. For Metal Walt, I'm the Vernomatic. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Well, we have something. They're coming on. Hello, hello. hello. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? I got to see this guy in a towel? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, what, That's you, awesome, man. Do, do you need a couple of minutes to pull yourself together? You know, no, no, no. We're, oh. we're good. All right. That's that's awesome. You guys are uh, you're up in Teaneck now tonight. Uh, tonight, night. yeah, yeah. What are you What yeah. are you doing? You at a hotel or something, or where, where are you guys chilling? We're at this guy's house. Yeah, we're actually was... on Long Island right now. Okay. Live. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool, man. I drive cool. back afterward if it's not too if we're not too tired. All right. That's awesome. I'm glad you guys could make it. You know, this is killer. So we got four people here. Well, who are the extra? Yeah, we do. We got, yeah, we added this, this, this guy. That guy. Yeah. Hi, I'm Sterling. Sterling. Good to meet you, man. Well, hello, Sterling. I'm John. I go by the Vernomatic. This is Metal Walt. I'm up here in Rochester, New York. Walt's around the corner in East Hanover, New Jersey. Yeah, I'm not too far from you guys. Where are you going to be playing tonight and next week? So, All right. uh, cool, cool. Yeah. are you guys going to any of the shows? I'm coming down to Kearney on Tuesday at Jimmy's. Oh, and yeah. I think I mentioned this to Casser. That's my hometown, man. I grew up in that yeah. town. Yeah. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. So awesome. uh, I'll be down there. I'll meet you guys in person. We'll say hi and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, and uh, we'll be down for the uh, Met Life shows and the Saturday night Grand Mercy gig. You oh, guys got oh, nice, nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. We travel. Oh. Yep. So, so we got Sterling. Uh, who's the gentleman drinking? Ethan on Ethan. guitar. Yep. Okay. And Caster and yep. Towel Guy. Are you Jacobius or are you Jake Dallas? Who are you? I'm I'm Jacobius Lovebone now. <laughs> All right. I was like looking at the back of the CD. I'm like, what the who the hell is what the fuck? I got the wrong yeah. guy. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta change it up every now and then, you know. I figured it based on your stage outfit at uh Rockville or whatever. I'm like, this guy's a clown, man. He's, uh, he's got some humor. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We don't even need an official opening because we just did it. So <laughs> we have uh, is this the world premiere of Sterling with Bastardane? It is, uh, yeah, 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 American, American, world American, premiere, yeah, world premiere. Yes, yeah. it is. All right. Well, from Savannah, Georgia, that's what the press release says. Faster day, now a four piece. Guys, welcome to Metal Mayhem ROC. How are you? Great. Thanks Doing for well. Having us. Thanks for having us. Of course, of course. So we've already sort of broken the ice. Uh, Walt, 
let's get into it. You, you've uh, put together a great little uh, talking point. Let's get to know these guys. Absolutely. So, guys, nice to meet you. And uh, I got some cool visuals that will go along with this. And uh, Sterling, awesome. sorry that you're not in this picture, but uh, if you get, no, okay. listen, well, next week when I meet you in person, we'll do a nice band promo. We'll get it back on here, so you guys, <laughs> so you can be in there too. Perfect. But uh, perfect, nice. That sounds great. So, but hey, guys, do we want to talk a little bit about uh, about you guys and uh, the origins of Bastard Name? But but first, like, where did you guys come up with this name? Because <laughs> I'm yeah. struggling to figure out what the hell it means. Talk about the name of the band. Yeah, so uh, we all met in Savannah, Georgia, going to college together at Savannah College of Art and Design. And Jake and I took chemistry class together freshman year. And the teacher gave us, it was like, it's art school chemistry. So it's not super complicated. Hmm. And uh, he showed us this list that was called like 10 funny and unusual molecules. And one of them was called bastardane. And I just kind of saw it and wrote it down because I thought it was a cool word. Yeah, we were looking for names at the time. We had some awful, (laughs) terrible ideas. So we were like, oh, that's cool. Let's go with that for now. Yeah. Well, yeah. it has a, a nice ring to it, bastard name. So it's a uh, chemistry I mean, term. Yeah, it is. It's, it's not a, a made-up word. Everyone thinks it's a made-up word. Uh, well, not. someone made it up. Yeah. It, is, it was made up. Yeah, Webster's Dictionary uh, made up the word. So, but I mean, it, listen, it's got the word bastard in it. That's metal enough, and that's all that matters, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. So you guys, uh, so talk about your origin. So I, I gather from looking at you guys have played a lot of gigs down in Savannah. Is that where you kind of formed and cut your roots there? Yeah, 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 completely. There's a lot of small, it's actually a pretty cool scene there. A lot of small local bands that play like most weeks, you know? Yeah, a bunch of different Pretty places. much every weekend there's shows Thursday through Saturday at yeah. a bunch of different spots, so there's a lot of bands playing pretty often and we kind of just started jamming in college. We convinced them to let us use the basement of the performing arts building. And we apparently like ruined the play that quarter. Cause we were always <laughs> there during music while they were trying to rehearse. They said yes to us though. So that's, their- <laughs> that's uh that's pretty awesome. But uh I was going to say to you guys, like Savannah, I went there on vacation once, man. I don't think of like Savannah as like a metal city, but it's a pretty cool town regardless, man. You go down on that river walk. I mean, lots of street performers and stuff. Pretty cool little city. Great beer, great coffee. So oh, it yeah. sounds like a cool place to to live. It, it is a lot of fun. It's really small, but, you know, it, it puts you on the map. You get to meet people really quickly and see a lot of cool bands. So we like it for that reason. Where are you guys from? Are you locals, Caster? How'd you get down to Georgia for school? Uh, how how that all come about? Yeah, we all we all went. We all are from different places. Sterling is from, from Georgia. Savannah, He's yeah. from Savannah. Okay. But the rest of us are from all over the place, and we we all went to Savannah for college. Yeah, I grew up in Seattle, and then moved to Savannah when I was eighteen to go to school. Yeah. yeah I my whole life. Yeah, that's how it is. You know, people I'm I'm in the north. A lot of these kids, they go down south. Looks like the West Coasters. You want to get to the East Coast. East Coast exactly. wants to get to the West Coast. Well, cool. It's uh Savannah's game. So okay. um, 
Well, let's talk about the album. You got some so, notes on this. Yeah, so we uh, we want to give you guys some time to go through, we talk about the album, but like the sound of the band is, uh, you know, I'm 53, John's what, 56, 57, and we're, we come from another 56. generation. 56. But we come <laughs> from another generation, and you guys, and I am I say this all sincerely, you guys hit that sweet spot, man. I yeah. love that kind of down-tuned, fuzzy, stoner, doomy sound, a little bluesy. You know, you, you rock out, you get heavy and thrashy at times, some drumming, but it's got like that that sweet spot. So maybe before we go into the album, like, um, I mean, Caster, obviously we know who your dad is and we're not going to get into that and all that other stuff, but like, where did you guys, like what metal did you guys listen to growing up? Like what posters were up on your walls? Or if not metal, what are, you yeah. know, where'd you pull this from? I think the sound kind of just happened as a mixture of everyone's influences. Like, when I was a little kid, I listened to a lot of like when I would I was really into skateboarding as a teenager and I would always listen to like Slayer and go to the skate park. But I also I listened to a lot more non-metal like I was really, really into Jimi Hendrix and Pink Floyd as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, yeah, that kind of translates into the way I play guitar. Yeah, there's definitely things that we all mutually mutually like together, but we have a lot of our own, like, very specific tastes in music, you know, at the end of the day. Definitely old souls. And to expand yeah, like- on what, what Walt was talking about, the, the refreshing thing with your sound is a lot of these younger bands now, they get all extreme, and we call them squiggly line bands. You know, it's uh, and nothing <laughs> against them, but... You know, you can't read the logo. You you, you listen to it. You don't know where it's going. It's uh... logos. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. You can't read the logo, man. Forget it, man. I mean, you guys like you look at the pictures you guys have on like your Facebook and stuff. You got cool little tour posters at your gigs, cool little artwork like that's that throwback style, man, which is uh, which is really, really cool. But um, yeah, the so when did you guys I'm gathering from when the album came out? You know, again, probably cliche, but you guys are probably writing songs during the pandemic and all that. Is that kind of how it went down? Yeah, kind of. We, I mean, it was, right? Well, Castor wasn't, Castor wasn't in Savannah during the pandemic. Yeah, we had other, Castor's in the band when we first started. Then we had some other members. We played for a while. And then when Castor came back, that's when we actually wrote the first album. Okay. And that was like 21. Right. Yeah. Well, the album came out 2022. But yeah, we started writing the album at the end of 2021. But the band actually started at like the beginning of 2019. And then COVID hit and we didn't get much done for a while. We just yeah. practiced a lot. Obviously, no shows, but we were writing a lot at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny because I was I was telling John there was a, a video that I can't remember the name of the song that came out probably before this album. I don't remember the name of the song, but I was like, I don't think that's Caster in that. The guy had pink hair and stuff. I'm like, so was that the other drummer? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wealthy Fantasy video they did. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was with one oh, yeah. drummer that, that joined the band when I was gone. Okay, yeah. got it. Got it. That's cool. All right. All right. So we want to get into the new album, guys. And uh, it's a good one. We love it. So, John, John, you talk about some of the songs. We've we've dissected each of these songs. Let's just go through a few of them. Give them the, our thoughts on the album. Well, you know, if we're staying true to the old school theme, the opener, a great upbeat track to open the album. 
And it just establishes the sound of Bastardane right from the start. It's like, this is us. This is what we're about. Is that like a first song you wrote? Did predetermined opener? If so, um, where in the timeline of Bastardane was this song written? That was the first one we finished. Yeah, we would open uh, with that one on a lot of the shows at first, too. Yeah, Yeah, it kind of became the opening track as a result of us opening every show with it because it was the first one we finished. And it it was short and quick, and we learned it pretty easily. And yeah. Well, you hit the mark because that's exactly what I got out of it. Uh, let's see. Uh, then uh, let's just keep going. Praise No Bliss. The song eventually picks up a little slow part at the beginning. Where was this song conceived? And was it in the same timeline or? Actually, so I think one of us wrote the like original version of that song a long time ago. During the pandemic, yeah. And then we kind of revisited like some of the main riffs and then just completed. It kind of turned into a different song, but the original idea was from like a, a quite a while ago. Um, and we just liked that riff and wanted to keep it and turn it into a song for the album. Yeah, that song was really like a that ma- the main That's riff. That's the that, oldest song. Da, 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 that verse riff, that was just like kind of repurposed from a t- totally different song that we never actually finished yeah that's probably the the oldest song on this album i'd say right yeah 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 well that that's a great point because the band is young did you find yourself grabbing a midsection from this putting it in that and sort of formulating these songs sometimes yeah but for above all and praise no bliss yes we did and write then, a lot and scrapped and a lot of songs. Imposter so. was a pretty old one that we were playing before, like while Caster was gone as well. But everything else besides those three was pretty much all brand new material. Once we decided to sit down and say, like, we're going to finish an album. Yeah. Because Imposter, that one, it, it sticks out a little bit in, in a good way because it's a little melodic. I think uh, it's got a cool main riff and it's it's catchy. Yeah. The pace of the song works, but it definitely stands out a little bit different. So I can see that what that one may have been written at a bit, a little bit of a different time. But um, yeah, definitely yeah. like that one. Uh, Gaslight and Chum. I, I know like these two are really killer tracks, like in my likes. I mean, Gaslight, it's got slower, bluesy, really good guitar tone, even like a little bit of jazzy drumming in there, Caster. Like it's <laughs> cool. And there's like something weird in the middle that happens like where you guys kind of slow down and you pick up and you slow down and you pick up. It almost sounds like it's a mistake, but you left it in there. Like it's just a good killer, heavy track. Talk about that one. Um, That one, I think we were just having a lot of, it might've been a mistake where we do all, we do some slowing down and speeding up sometimes, but it's fun to not have fun to have a song where you, you don't play it to a click. Yeah. So it's the the feel of the song. It'll speed yeah. up and it'll slow down. Just however, whatever feels right while you're playing it, instead of whatever the computer tells you that you need to play at. I think that song we had a lot of fun doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, we kind of like would find ourselves, you know, slowing down or speeding up naturally, just mm-hmm. from adrenaline or whatever, yeah. and then we just like did it. Started doing it really drastically on purpose in that song. Yeah, we intentionally made it a little weird. Yeah, yeah. No, it, but it works. It's it's a cool one. I hope you guys are doing that one live. Um, what about like 
some of the instrumental songs that right? you got. Yeah, uh, yeah. Revolt is that fucking thing <laughs> just rips, man. That's a killer track. And then, of course, you have towards the end of it, you have Ad Infinitum, which, of course, leads into Faint Hearted Soul. So you guys were these just jams and you said, you know what? These are too fucking good. Then we're just going to leave them on our own. Um, well, Revolt. Was, well, you guys came up with that. Like, really Revolt quick. was actually yeah. like everything else was recorded pretty much. And we wanted another song. Like we just wanted to have one more song on the album. And Castro and I kind of just met up at our practice space and just wrote it in one sitting. Yeah. And then went in and recorded it like the next week. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun to, to, yeah. to do. Yeah. Gotta yeah. gotta ask you what what why the urgency to have one more song? Did you feel wasn't complete? Was it a time thing? You wanted to get over 40 minutes? What was the it thinking? Just, I don't know. The track list, we just were like, ah, it just needs one more. Yeah. Just Something a about gut it. feeling. It's good to have an instrumental too. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And the thought of <clears throat> doing a cover song that wasn't an option. You didn't want to go down that road. Um, we've definitely we we've done cover songs live before, and it's fun to play them. Uh, I just felt, especially for a first album, to do completely original stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so few songs. Yeah, you know, yeah. To, to when we first get our name out there, to have it be our stuff, I think that that was a essential thing. And it makes it something that we could be a little more proud of that the entire thing is us. Well, let's what, talk. Uh, Go ahead, Walt. I was going to say, um, I mean, if since you're talking about the cover songs, what what were the cover songs that you guys are doing live? Uh, let's see. There was one last Halloween. Oh, we did a, awesome. a Misfits cover set. So we did, I don't know, like 10 to 12 Misfits and Danzig cover songs. No shit. That's cool. That was, that was pretty fun. What else have we done? We did Smack My... Oh. I don't know if you can... Yeah, you can. You can yeah. smack my bitch up by the prodigy. That one was really fun. That was cool. Yeah. And, and I then, think the first one of the first songs we ever played as a band together, we it was a cover song. It's My United States of Whatever by Liam Lynch. We did that one a lot of times. Oh, yeah. and we did our first show ever. We did Police Truck by Dead Kennedy. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Our so first what- show. Three songs. A little of the old school hardcore almost crossover type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some like early punk-ish type stuff. Yeah. I got a couple uh cover songs that I think would be killer for you guys that would fit on this album. I want you to sound check them, man. Pull, oh, out, yeah. pull out COC's Albatross. You guys would oh, yeah. that one? Song. And how about uh Black Sabbath off the first album, Hand of Doom? Oh, I love that song. That's yeah. one of my favorite yeah, songs. All right, guys, I'm challenging you, man. By the end of the tour, you better be playing both of them. <laughs> all right. All right. And now, now, Walt, when you were, uh, I thought you were going to go like deep stuff like Mucky Pop or, um, you know, you know, S.O.D. or some of that stuff. Yeah, you, you know. S.O.D. would be oh, yeah. sick. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to be careful with some of that stuff. Well, more uh, M.O.D. You know, you yeah. can't get, get away hey. with some of that stuff. Billy yeah. Milano's a local guy. He's a local Jersey, New York guy. You know, maybe we could track him down and have him come up to one of the local shows and jump on stage with you. He's a maniac. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a nut. He's so a nut job. Get, yeah, we need more maniacs on stage. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a great segue. Uh, how's the now? Last night you started the, this little headline tour. 
how has the crowd reception been and how are the shows been in general, general in the last year since you've been playing out? Good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, last it, night was awesome. It, it was, was a great yeah. crowd, really full yeah. of energy. Mm-hmm. They're down to, yeah, down to headbang and let us, let Sterling fall onto them. Yeah, did a flip yeah. over. lay down on the floor in the crowd and yeah, they were into it. <laughs> what happened there, Sterling? What'd you do? Oh, I, I did a flip over somebody um, <laughs> and flopped onto the floor. It was really fun. <laughs> uh, so you so you intended on doing that that wasn't yeah, like yeah, an accident, I, right? right. yeah, I always do yeah <laughs> that's cool yeah yeah that is cool that's a definitely throwback of the uh old school punk club scene we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back metal Walt's gonna get the lowdown on the opening bands that are joining bastardane as the summer gig season moves forward you're listening to Metal Mayhem ROC with Bastardane. Metal Mayhem ROC. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. So who are these guys you got, you're out in the road with? Samsara? Samsara? Is that how you pronounce their name? Yeah, there's friends i actually went to music school with uh, most of the members of that band years ago in like 2010 2011 
So they kind of reached out to us and their booking person kind of put a little tour together and we were like, yeah, let's do it. That'll be fun. So, so are you guys the, um, I mean, the headliner of this and, you know, I was checking out some of your set lists. Looks like you guys also play some songs that are not on the album. I assume these are newer songs maybe for the next album. Yeah. Yes. yeah. We have new songs. Yeah. We got a, a decent amount of new material we'll be playing all summer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the album's been out for over a year. Yeah. So it's we we like to start playing new songs. It's fun. It's it's good to keep progressing. So yeah, yeah. we're playing probably half of our set is new songs. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are any of these songs out and available, let's say, to check out on YouTube, or you kind of have to look for like uh live clips? Only right live now, clips. just live clips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we're, we're gonna try to put out like two singles um in the meantime. And then when we get back home, uh, I got to finish up the vocals and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Right. So maybe on the winter time. Yeah. We've been in the studio for the past couple months trying to get, get this new album done and we we're getting there. We got yeah. a little, that's when we get off this tour. Well, you guys are busy, man. I mean, starting as of last night, I mean, you got a whole month plus of dates. So talk yeah. a little bit about that. I mean, you're going to, you know, you got like a week of dates in Jersey and New York. And, and I got to tell you, man, we said about it before, but it's weird for me, man. You guys are playing in my hometown. I don't live there now, but I grew up there. I've been in that place when it was called Tormelinos. And what better of an experience to be able to go to your hometown and see a killer metal band? Like, great, man. You know? Yeah, I've never been there, but I'm excited to play there. It's uh, it's just, you know, a typical little uh, Jersey kind of town. Uh, you know, I was thinking that uh, the high school is a couple blocks away. Maybe we should go old school. I graduated high school in 1988. And what do you think, guys? After the show, we'll grab a few beers. We'll jump the gate. We'll go down to the football <laughs> yeah, field. Yeah, we'll yeah, tear yeah. it up, man. What do you think? You guys will <laughs> get arrested, and I'll stay on the other side. Calm <laughs> down, yeah. Absolutely. Do some donuts on the field. Yeah. yeah. It'll be like, we'll film that, man. That would be like another movie. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Funny hey, hey, story. What when, when uh, about my high school is? I it was before my time, but my brother and sister went there, and on the uh, the stands going down to the football field, there was on the concrete it would say stairway to the field. And I remember as a kid walking by there. This would be like in the late seventies, early eighties, and somebody spray painted over field and put heaven. So it just yeah. said stairway to heaven, and that they just left that there. It had to be for twenty years. It was well, almost like it was sacred yeah. ground, and you couldn't touch it. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, right. It was it's written just, at the time when the song came out. That is cool. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was looking online to see if I could find a picture of it, but no such thing. John, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, how big is this uh, venue that they're playing? What's the this uh, Jimmy's Jimmy's Bar and Grill? It's uh, it's a little corner. Oh, Corner bar, I don't know, probably holds a couple hundred people, maybe I would say, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah. small, pretty yeah. nice, cozy. Yeah. You'll like the Stanhope, Stanhope House. That's a cool little place up in the woods. Uh, it's been around a long time, that place. Uh, seen a lot of good shows there. You'll like that one. And, of, of course, the Mercury Lounge where you started last night, that's just that's in the Lower East Side in the Bowery, legendary yeah. place. I'm sure you guys were, like, totally chilling there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. Really, yeah, really, really sick spot. Yep, yep. Now, how about this, uh, the takeover weekend, man? That's like the showcase of this whole thing. So, what's going to happen on that night at the Gramercy? You guys got any surprises or anything? 
Um, we got a see. we got a much longer set, so that'll be fun. Yeah, we're playing for like a lot of these shows, we play for like forty minutes, but that one will be at least an hour. Yeah, yeah, that'll be our first one when we're hopping on our tour with Auto. Yeah, the guys in Auto. Yeah, we yeah we've played quite a few shows with them before. They're they're so fun to play they're, with. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they just have this really really fun energy. So like, much energy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every time we play with them, we're always just pushing each other to get crazier on stage. So it always it always ends up being really really fun playing with them. And what's the sound of their band? I, I'm not too familiar with them, but how would you compare? Like, what what makes you guys? Are you guys in the same category? Are they a little heavier than you? Like, what are they like? They're they're more way more thrash. Yeah, they got yeah, a little yeah. more thrash in their yeah. sound. They're more like almost like funk influence as yeah, well, yeah. kind of really groovy. Yeah, like thrash, funk, metal. groove metal. I'd yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, they got some really cool stuff. Yeah, they're super fun to watch. Yeah, and they just put out an album what like a month or two ago, was it? I want to say it was in like March, Maybe it was three months ago. Damn. Yeah, yeah, they put out an album. Some some really really cool songs on there. Yeah, excited to see them live again. So for you guys, I mean, you're going to be touring right over the two MetLife Stadium shows, so you don't even get a chance to hang and watch the big guys, right? <laughs> no, actually, yeah, I wish we could. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. That's just the way it goes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something productive. We might be able to catch one of the dates, but I don't think so. Yeah. You guys got to work, man. You got your gig to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, um, that's great stuff. Hey, uh, talking about this tour, Rob Trujillo's son, Ty, is in Otto. And like yourself, grew up around the Metallica camp. How old is that band? How old is Ty? And what's that band like? A little younger than us. Yeah. Ty is a Ty just turned 19 a few days ago. So he's still young. And then I think the other guys are like 21. The drummer's our age. 23. Trico's our age. Trico's yeah. like, yeah, around our yeah. age. I think Brian is 20. And then we're, yeah, us three are 23. And Sterling I'm 22. 23. Nine. <laughs> no, they're all just a bunch of young guys. Uh-huh. Have yeah. you got? Have you ever jammed with Ty or the you know little crossbreed of all the bands? I don't think we've ever jammed with them. No, I mean when we're like in hotel rooms, we'll all just oh, be yeah. you know running around with instruments, making noises, but never a oh, yeah. never a it's real never jam. Yeah. yeah. Hey, sure. What was it like though? Like, I mean, you guys were kids, probably growing up together. Yeah, in the, in the Metallica camp, and I I found these pictures online. They're kind of cool, what whatever. But were you guys like playing toys and shit in a road twenty years ago? First, like, were you guys like buddies since like childhood? Yeah, pretty much every awesome. uh, every summer when when our dads would go out to Europe to play some shows, we would always tag along, and we would just be in either in their green room or backstage, just running around, probably getting in their way, but. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I've known Ty forever. He's he's a really fun dude. And it's so cool that we get to play music together. Yeah. Now we're older. Well, if you happen to talk to him or text him, I, I sent those guys a request to do an interview too, but you beat them to the punch. Uh, so they're yeah. slow, man. But tell them, tell them to call it. Tell they them to reach out to me. We'll get them on too. Okay, all right. We'll let them know. Yeah. Yeah, but they're elusive. 
But hey, guys, talking about some of those other uh, other tours you did, I know you did play a couple of the big festivals up -hmm. in the spring. Like those are massive crowds. I mean, 50, 60,000 people. So it was Rockville and what was the other one? Maybe Sonic Temple. Sonic Temple. Yeah. Talk about those. What was those experiences like? Awesome. Awesome. I wish we could do that every show. I know. <laughs> we could just do a whole tour of that, but yeah, the fest is not how it works, sadly. And no, yeah. no. But yeah, people are just there because they want to see music. You know, they just want to go see a yeah. band. So that's like the best thing. Cause even if they don't know about you, they're all there. And for the most part, like you could kind of turn them over and kind of get them into your band, you know? Yeah. What time what time did you guys play? Did you have like an early slot, like early mid-afternoon? So early. Yeah, the one, uh, the Sonic Temple one, we were the first band of the whole festival. Yeah. So they had nothing else to watch. They first watch time us. slot of the first day. So every single person in that opening line on the first day it was forced to see yeah, us. It, wasn't, was, it was better than we went better, fun. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was. And we got a full sound check. You know, usually festivals, you just get a line check. But if you're first or last, you get a real sound check, which alleviates a lot of the stress. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then you get to hang the whole day, right? You get out, you do your merch thing, you sit at the table, you meet the fans, you sell some CDs and T-shirts, and then you go watch all the killer bands all day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Mm -hmm. like the best part. Just get a ticket to see all these other awesome bands all day. That's that's like a dream job, right? You guys got to get like as a next step, get over to Europe, Uh, maybe do the festivals over there one year. That would be even better, right? Yeah, yeah. One day. Someday. First things first. Well, uh, guys, we want to be mindful of your time. Um, we have something special for you, Castro. We wanted to show you. I'm going to mm. bring up my slide again. And John's going to uh, tell you all about this one. Yeah, th- th- this is fun. Uh, up here in Rochester, New York, I was a 14-year-old kid when yeah. Metallica came here to record Kill em All. And seeing okay. that it was the 40th anniversary this past week, I have a one-of-a-kind photo of pops in the studio jamming right there. And it's almost the same age as you right here. We just, we just thought, you know, uh, they would sort of cool little comparison that, um, yeah. Cause yeah. I guess James dad was probably about what? 2021 you're around the same age. You guys both got your careers going around the same age, which is kind of ironic when you think about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think he beat me to it by like a year or two, yeah, but man. yeah, yeah, it is cool. Cool comparison to get the cool Scorpions shirt on. Yeah. Nice. The, the take of my force. I will email you the full version of this and you get a uh, mock pops on his uh, Adidas sneakers. He has on in his tuck, <laughs> tuck and roll uh, pants things he has going on. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, well, we got a rich history up here in uh, all seriousness. We, uh, uh, we've been doing specials on it, interviews with the guys that recorded the album that hung out with the band. And this 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 journey goes 40, 40 plus years. And we've been working with some of the guys at Pew, Q Prime to put together a kill them all revisited family reunion. We got all these Uh-oh. all these guys together and we just did a uh, interview with Adam Dubin. He came up to Rochester to shoot some uh documentary archival footage with me and a couple other guys. So it's, um, you know, big time fans, but we thought it was sort of fun. It's just like, wow, look at these guys. 
I like the picture of you because there's like this big thing of beer behind you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what took my I'm like, look at that picture. He's every set up in beer, front of a beer cooler. How great is that? And every beer can in the back, he drank right yeah, before yeah, that. Yeah. All like 10,000 of them. Yeah, like, no, we were just playing at a brewery. It's pretty cool. That is walls of beer. Yeah, you just had to turn around and grab a soaker. <laughs> yeah, just... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just turn around, stick a knife into it, and have just yeah. Fallen. Actually, yeah. I I, I I gotta ask you, Castor, why the drums? Why what what made you gravitate to the drums? How would you do that? Why? Uh, yeah, do that's, that? a that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah, they're fun. It's good. Mm-hmm. Something. Uh, it's a little release. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I love it. I just really uh, was drawn to it. Yeah. Rhythm is really cool. I like mm-hmm. playing. I like I like playing bass and guitar too, but. I don't know. Something I was drawn to. Well, it's something like where do you have uh, siblings or are they musicians as well? Um, yeah, I have two sisters. They they sing. They sing really well, but they don't they don't, they don't play instruments. No. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Nope. Well, well, the, the band Bastardane guys uh, with what are the socials? Why don't you share all those for our listeners? I think okay, Instagram is at underscore bastardane underscore because it won't let us have the just <laughs> bastardane. Um yeah, every Facebook just bastardane, Twitter now also on threads. Threads. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's pretty much just if you search bastardane the word on anything, it'll come up. Bastardane.com. Bastardane.com. That's an important one. Bastardane.fun. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have all this in the show notes, listeners, so you can just go down and click it. So, um, well, I'll let you say goodbye, guys. Look forward to the show this weekend or next weekend at Grand Mercy. Guys, it was. Uh, I'm glad you, you answered quickly and we got this. And uh, it was good, yeah. to, good to talk to you. And, and I look forward to seeing you a few days, man. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice you your hometown. Thanks Come for down. Having I'll buy you guys a beer and uh, we'll hang out and yeah. talk a little bit. And uh, maybe we'll jump the stadium and get the spray paint out. What do you think? Do it. Guys, best of luck on the shows this weekend. And uh, we'll be talking to you. All right. Yeah. Right on. All right. All right, guys. guys. Have a great show tonight. All right. Thanks, Cheers, guys. Man. Thank you. Metal for Life. Thank you for listening to Metal Mayhem ROC. Check out our website at MetalMayhemROC.com for information on podcasts, archives, links to all our live radio shows, and all sorts of info. Please like, follow, and share with everyone, even your non-metal friends. And always remember to keep it heavy. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 